This talk is offered by Ordinary Minds Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Andrew is an Australian Dharma heir of Barry Majid and is dedicated to extending Barry's vision of a psychologically minded Zen practice adapted to the needs of students practicing in the context of their everyday lives. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. Thank you for making the effort to be here this morning, driving or walking through the rain, getting out of bed in the morning. One of the first choices we make, get out of bed or not, or do you just get out of bed when the alarm goes off without thinking about it? Our practice is awakening. <coughs> awakening to each moment. Hence awakening is endless for as long as we live. together in group practice like this or whether we're sitting at home doing our, our daily sitting practice it gives us an opportunity to see what it means experientially to be awake or not to be awake So the metaphor that we use often in this teaching is when we're caught or holding on or attached to something, some emotion, thought, moment, reactivity is what constrains us from being awake. given that we, our reality is always relational, whether to another person or being, or whether <coughs> to other objects in our environment. <coughs> it 
awake we can respond from a, a place of non-reactivity. When we are not awake, we react. When we are lost in the dream, the automatic pilot, This is often very hard to observe in the course of our everyday lives. Hence, the encouragement for formal practice. Practice itself is awakening. Practicing awakening. The Zen teacher Dogen spoke of practice stroke realization. We don't practice to awaken. Practice is awakening. So what's the difference between a self which is awakened and a self which is not awake? Well, the awakened self has more of a feel of well-being, flow, responsivity. unawakened self has a more of a sense of inflexibility, rigidity, reactivity, etc. Even though Buddhism speaks of no fixed self, or no essential self. It doesn't mean to say we don't experience self. Self is the flowering of a human being. Self arises through the relationship with another human being. Self is always relational. <coughs> we're not born with the self, we're born with the potentiality. The self is slowly created in the proto-conversations between the caregiver, usually the mother, and the infant child in the first three years. experience an inner life. Which lays the groundwork for experiencing intimacy and tenderness, the deep sense of sharing with each other, sharing our inner lives, sharing our inner sanctum with another person, trusting enough to be open and vulnerable in that way. <coughs> Our 
experience of self is always one of awareness and objects of awareness, the two, like two sides of the coin, go together. Self is like a, a stream of consciousness. Various streams flowing together, streams of sensations and feelings, streams of perceptions, streams of thoughts and memories and images. which we are aware of, which gives us that unique sense of feeling of self. The metaphor of a healthy sense of self is one of flow, openness flexibility, intimacy, and we sit together in silence like this, we're sharing a very intimate space. Even when we sit in solitude, we can still experience a deep sense of intimacy <coughs> with ourself. In fact, we could possibly define solitude as being intimate with self. As opposed to a sense of feeling alone, which takes us in the other direction of self which is not awake, a self which is caught in various habitual tendencies, emotional reactivity, thoughts, often trauma-based, trauma-based memories which interrupt the flow of self. Because when the self is developing in our childhood, infancy and childhood, it requires a sense of safety, a sense of being alone together with the caregiver, a sense of the ability to, to play. And when the child, around about three or four years old, starts to tell a story to itself while it's playing, that's the formation of the self, the formation of inner life. <coughs> a formation of a core, a sanctuary. If that capacity for play is impeded or intruded upon by an unresponsive or negligent or abusive or violent environment, the child loses the capacity to play freely and the sense of self becomes harder to develop. The child becomes more rigid in its defences, more focused on surviving.
So in our Zazen practice, in a sense, it's a form of play. We're not here to achieve anything or accomplish <coughs> anything. We're just here to experience the joy and ease. experiencing ourselves intimately. As we become as we become more aware of our body sensations, feelings flow of thoughts or images or memories. That sense of intimacy can really generate a sense of tenderness, the same kind of tenderness we'd experience towards a child we were close to or a partner we were close to. A similar sense of tenderness can arise just in being intimate with ourselves. and with the environment. There is no essential fixed essence of this self. It's more <coughs> in the nature of the mist that arises and disappears, of the sunlight shimmering on the water, of the sound of birds. The self is impermanent, changing. Always. When we try and hang on to something, when we get attached to a particular thought or position or viewpoint, the self loses that sense of flow and openness and contracts and becomes self-centered in the sense of becoming more defensive. 
as an awake self loses that sense of self-centeredness and goes flows more responsively, realizing its interdependence, interconnection with the relational world, with the environment, with other people. Seeing that we are we are ourselves, the, the universe appearing in this particular unique form. Appreciating our own unique self like a flower is a unique expression of a plant. The self is the unique expression of a human being. Each one of the selves here is unique. Will never ever be repeated again. Blossoms like a cherry tree and then dies. That's where the beauty is. And that transience. Allow yourself time and space to encourage the cultivation of a healthy self. Whether that takes the form of reading poetry or writing poetry or fishing or walking in the bush. Whatever form of intimate connection, creative expression. That's always been a part of the Zen tradition, the arts crafts and only they allow us to express our appreciation of life that they cultivate a sense of a healthy self precious <clears throat> so please cultivate yourself with care and tenderness and then share yourself with others thank you <clears throat> 